Who just liked it, Billy? No, I know what you did. Oh, man, Billy's gotten better. I used to be able to pull broadcaster tricks with him. This guy's a professional these days. Are you just scrolling through, what's it called, Grinder right now? Uh, Tanner said, what's it called, to save some of his (laughs) great audience. He knew exactly what it was called. I have premium. (laughs) I was uh, scrolling. It's extra, no E. Is it really called extra? Yes. That's homophobic. (laughs) Only because you have a small dick. <laughs> yeah, like why? Why do we gotta have extra out here? What, what's wrong with just enough? Huh? <laughs> Mom always told me don't waste any. All Absolutely. right. Absolutely. Yeah, nothing if you're having sex with women. And you know who taught me how to be gay? My mom. All right. <laughs> well, your mom is a terrible bottom, and I've sa- I said it. Oh damn! Oh damn! All right, Billy. Here's one thing I wanted I wanted to get to on this week. <laughs> uh, a couple of things, just for a uh, couple of footnotes on that. One, yeah, uh, he is right. Uh, we are we have a challenge dog. One, a challenge dog. It's an extra dog. There are two dogs, and okay, when I tell you that this dog has a tattoo like they did at Auschwitz, Wait. she absolutely does. She Your has, dog has a tattoo. She's a puppy mill dog who was like just i imagine did not have a good start to her uh her go uh but she's a fucking asshole and she barks at me constantly uh so when wait billy wait so if they had the tattoos like they did at auschwitz at this puppy mill for these puppies then do you think there were some puppies who were like shaving their heads and getting swastatic (laughs) however you say that (laughs) getting those tattoos on them and shit just the skinhead puppies in the puppy mill i don't know how you say it because i've never thought to do it on public broadcast that was again kind of like the grinder thing earlier where i made a mistake on purpose to be like yeah i'm not affiliated with that i'm not part of the the gay nazi (laughs) grinder the same level of like you don't want any my venn diagram I'm in a slim margin, but where it hits, boy, we have a good time in there. You meet, you meet those boys at the bar. <laughs> We're, We're having a good time. We're going to open up a poll to the listeners tonight to say, uh, uh, just going to be a quick yes or no. Do you believe that Tanner knew what he said when he said Venn diagram? Just a quick <laughs> yes or no. Uh, uh, and we will we'll announce it American Idol style at the end of the show. Uh, no. Okay. So, yes. One very challenging dog. Thing number two, Tanner does something that is, I would say, really reserved for like uh, people who are freshly out of prison uh, and people who should be very nearly in prison, where he knocks the like at the door uh, instead of just texting to say, hey, I'm here. Um, I the, think that's polite. So okay, especially oh, because incorrect. every time I walk in there, a, a strange man yells at an innocent dog. It's so like I'm just gonna knock before anything stranger happens when I walk in here. The dog is both stranger and less innocent than your painting. Be. <laughs> uh, she is a menace. Uh, uh, but uh, you are uh, you are correct. He uh, he does believe that I have. I, I imagine my brother-in-law thinks that I traumatized that dog. Like I was the puppy mill handler that was like, "We're gonna give you a tattoo, you so look, I know where to find you." You look like the type of guy who would give a puppy a, an Auschwitz tattoo. You put a number on it. <laughs> that sucks. <laughs> you know what though? Recently, a non-Tanner person has told me uh or not told me, but just referred to me instead of my name as American History X. So, I'll go ahead and take that one on the chin cuz I look good doing it. If if I didn't know how tall you were or what your voice sounded like and just saw a picture of you, I'd be like that dude will beat the shit out of me. I <laughs> No, I'm way happier as a person knowing like, oh, he's 5'4 and sounds like that. This dude rocks, dude. This this guy's a good time. Are you kidding? Me? Five, four, and three quarters, folks. I'm going to give Billy all of his due out here. 
because if Billy ever didn't give me my whole length on anything, I'd be like, Billy, give, give me my three quarters on that. Yeah, it hurts when you just say half an inch. But, um, all right, Billy. Yeah. So, folks, this past weekend, we had a, we had a little trip out to uh, to Bend, Orgy Land, where I'm from. It's Redmond, and if you say it's Bend, it's bad. Well, that's for where I'm them. originally from. I just wanted Benders. to s- still give shout out to the hometown. But yeah, my sister lives in Redmond now. We all met at her Do place. They call people from Bend Benders, Bendites, and isn't that oh. worse? It Benders sounds is so fun. Benders, though. yeah, that. <laughs> that's You're that's right. like that's the name for the strongest men on the planet. Petition Bottoms. to change it to <laughs> to change Bendite to Bender, right? Bend. What yeah. are we collecting stamps or some oh, shit? Like, I'm on a Bender right now. Yeah, exactly. That's me talking about topping some. So from Ben, I'm on a bed. <laughs> <laughs> That's me talking about us on Tuesday. <laughs> that was crazy. Gotta love those Tuesdays, dude. Yeah, well, you do. Oh, baby. Well, your neighbors would certainly say so. Noise um, complaints. But yes, yeah, so we, we went out there. I w- had told, I'd warned Billy about my family just because I didn't know how they'd respond to him. I knew my sister and her fiance would go great. I was like, honestly, my dad, we'll, we'll, we'll see. And like, again, the way I explained my dad, like a right wing guy, my dad was so open and accepting of Billy my dad might as well introduced himself and gone, yeah, I'm Ross. He his. <laughs> yeah, no, he's, it's funny, but he is uh, right. And Tanner actually told me ahead of time, hey, my mom's going to love you, but my dad, poof. And I told him, and I knew, and I, it's so validating to be right, but I was like, your dad is going to love me and you're not ready because you're going to see a swell of emotion. Oh, More- there was a swell of emotion in my dad that I was not ready to see. That is 100% okay, I, let's, right. Let's, let's, let's keep it classy. To yes, be your clear, dad ate my ass, but it yeah. wasn't in front of everyone. You dared him to, and no straight guy wants to lose that. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> I didn't dare him to. I offered a low price for it. Like, I know what Which I'm about. Which to a guy as cheap as my dad is a dare. He's daring him to not take a deal. <laughs> you know what? And he is, he's a boomer, so like anything where you get to take leftovers. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, no, I did get to meet Tanner's parents. Uh, now, funny story, I was uh, on a show with a few other comics earlier that day, and there was a, an Airbnb situation. They were like, okay, we're going to drop you off here, because I told him I wanted to go and, you know, do a meet and greet with Tanner's family. And I was a like, meet and greet. You sound like you're a famous comic. Like, yeah, I'll, I'll let him sign some autographs. No, or I'll I kiss the babies. Like I'm a gay person who's not who who knows to be vigilant when introducing themselves to people who might be meeting their first gay person. Vigilant? What are we fighting crime at night or some shit? Well, Throwing a cape not, on that? Yeah, <laughs> and not fighting crime, just fighting for my life. Uh, but yeah, I didn't know how it was gonna go, but I assumed it was just gonna be like meeting a lot of older white people. Uh, you know, which like you were right about. First it's thought, just, yeah, no, I was not though. No, I had a lovely time, and I told those comics I was like, "Hey guys, I'll be over at your place in like 30, 40 minutes tops." I sat there for two and a half hours and did not let the other comics know because not because I love Tanner, because I do love Tanner. But because I was killing in that room. Dude, my family loved. Dude, when Billy got up to go to the bathroom, they were like, we can tell he's like a real comic. I've been trying to get them to respect my stand-up for so long. Billy sits down and just cracks a few jokes to them for five minutes. Oh, my God. The best part, though. You guys have all listened to the podcast. You know how Billy is. You've heard what he says. He was no different around my family. I was my brother-in-law, when Billy gets up to go to the bathroom, he's like, so is he like really gay? Like, is he, is he actually? And we all started laughing because we thought my brother-in-law is doing a bit like, yeah, no shit. And then everyone stops laughing. And again, he's like, 
but no like is he like a comedian doing a bit or is he like i, I think you might have actually been the first outwardly gay openly whatever damn, that sounded bad outwardly inwardly gay person he'd ever for met. literally everyone but your brother-in-law i could believe that but no i well, i was not his first uh but i did uh i was on i'll give you that i was you were on uh, yeah you were on well okay now and that saved me though before they were unsure about it my sister met billy for like an hour like not even that like five minutes in the morning so she again just didn't get a great sense for him and after he left every time my sister would bring him up she'd come up to me and go and whatever uh your friend needs she'd, she'd do air quotes with it whatever whatever she'd literally do that to me this is a woman who saw my stand-up for the first time and asked me i'm, I'm gay three times i was ready to dazzle like when i got there like listen he was um, wearing rhinestones, I, which my mom loves. Okay, so well, Billy was dazzling out there. <laughs> right, those are tattoos. So <laughs> uh, no, but when I got to, to there, I was ready to impress the parents I wanted to. Uh, I was not ready to understand immediately after meeting her that I was going to care more about Tanner's sister's approval of me than anyone else in the world. I don't know why. She just listened. She understood it. She's she had a kitchen funny. with a cake that you loved. Every you were into that. She li- she's the kind of girl that like understands that like I don't need to make jokes. I can just enjoy my life. But she can just also, be mean to her fiance. She just tells so him to go quick. get shit that she could cl- that she's closer to and is right next to her. She's like, "Can you walk around the table and grab this which I could grab right here?" She does that and I'm like, "Good bit, Taylor." That that's honestly pretty good Everybody right there. Everybody in your family has a great sense of humor, so I can see where you got it. But Taylor is first to arrive at the joke all the time she's right there she's she's so fast she just is a uh she's somebody who enjoys to she's cool she's just cool she's a cool girl i like to that i told you my family is funny and they all have their own sense of humor and i told you whenever i talk about comedy with my dad he brings up this one sketch about a nazi with a little puppet and he's like i can't get enough of this little nazi puppet sketch and i told you about that like two minutes before we walked in and after like a beer and a half we were talking about comedy my dad goes billy have you ever seen the sketch of the nazi with the little puppet and he and i just cracked up because i was like yeah i i knew this was coming up like when i told him i did stand up he's like did you ever think of having a little little nazi puppet with you up there on stage i want to give everyone at home listening uh an idea of like like visibly what we were dealing with tanner's father uh looks absolutely nothing like tanner if you told me tanner was adopted i would believe you immediately however Tanner's father looks, and this is not going to be comfortable for viewers or his father or Tanner or even me to say, because I know I'm the only person who, who really can uh, grasp here, a hot Dr. Evil. If you can imagine oh, no. Dr. <laughs> Evil, that's No what one has ever called my dad hot. I'm going to post a picture on my Instagram in the clip of this promo, just just so everyone can get it, get a little look-see at Papa Torque. I mean, my God. People have said Papa he looks Torque. like a frog. I okay, think I- <laughs> so I want to be very clear. I did not call Tanner's father hot. What I said you was- You just called no, him no, a hot no, Dr. And Evil. You know what? The I, first, the what second word, I say, A though? was first. I said the hot- Dr. Evil. There's a lot of steps that... Dr. Evil's already hot as hell. Are you Dr. kidding me? That was where I found no, no, out no, I wasn't no, gay. No, no, I saw him no, on no, TV. No, I was like, let no, me no, see. No, let me no. let me see real quick. Dr. Evil looks like uh, just jizz that uh, took shape. Uh, now, there's a lot of degrees of hotter that Dr. Evil could get without being actually objectively hot. I see. All right. Your dad led somewhere on that scale. Now, like, would smash. Don't get me wrong. Same here. Don't get me wrong. He was very mean to Tanner, and I I had a semi- 
for all of it. Yeah, you don't think I want my dad's approval? Like, wood smash. What, what, whatever we got to do. And I just have it in spades. I have leftovers of your dad's approval. My, all right. fit it in my suitcase. My favorite part then, at, we we'd strayed from comedy. We were talking about nice movies. We were talking, we went like No Country for Old Men, you know, like a dad classic. You know, like and my really dad nice goes, movie. My dad goes, speaking of my favorite films, have you guys seen Airplane? Wasn't a bit. He said, that's one of my favorite films, which, uh, dad... That was great, man. That. Papa Torque. Oh, I thought you. Are you? I thought you were going to do a soliloquy on him. I was like, does Billy just have a lot to go on right here? All right. And then one one other thing I learned about Billy, man, this guy, I thought. So we slept in a trailer um, together. Yeah, like, go. Ahead. Of course. <laughs> no, that's not what right I said. Yeah, we slept in a trailer together. I thought it would be nice to be in separate beds in the trailer, just to be clear to everybody. But Billy knows thunder over here. Motherfucking, and that's not a cocaine reference. This guy was just snoring all fucking night, probably because of the cocaine. Okay. I know one other comedian who needs a CPAP machine, and he has jokes about not being able to find shirts that fit. This, this is the time. First of all, you're not paying attention to enough of your peers because, like, so many dudes in comedy make jokes about needing a CPAP. Uh, well, second, none of them are as funny as the guy that I just referenced his bit. But <laughs> um, yeah, no, I I'm a snorer. Um, for what it's worth, uh, Tanner uh, just lays there no matter what you do to him while he's sleeping. So <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you and that guy from room 42C that night <laughs> figured that Interesting shit out. that you remember the details. Well, I'm he and I have been texting. I was <laughs> like, yo, the next time I'm really out, next time I take a sleeping pill, like, yeah, I, mean, I woke up feeling like a hundred bucks. <laughs> For once. <laughs> well, he left it on the counter. So I was like, perfect. I can finally pay my guy back. All right, so again, we talked about never, never going to talking about shows too soon in this business. The rats are now a maybe, folks. We we are a maybe on the venue with the rats, and that's how you know where my comedy career is. A venue that just got shut down by the health department for rats. They text me and go, "Oh, there's like some weird sewage stuff. We might still have the show." And, and don't get me wrong. We might st- we <laughs> might still have like <laughs> turns out we drowned the rats in the sewer backup so we might be okay we're going to break even on this <laughs> You don't think I want some rats both drowned and not drowned with me on stage as a comedian if you can't make that funny I mean come on be an artist up there for <laughs> Um yeah no uh, but I did see that the open mic there has been uh canceled indefinitely indefinitely well i mean no you know what it said uh eta of return unknown but the unknown was in a red writing Ooh, well that's red riding hood that's that's kind of hot though no it was uncircumcised (laughs) billy do you prefer circumcised or uncircumcised i prefer a mouthful whatever that looks like (laughs) is fine Hell yeah, Billy. And that's why you were my guy. He doesn't care what shape, what color. He's like, just give me a mouthful. Not mine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, no, I'm like more. I don't want to look like I've got a snus pack in my cheek. I'm like no, one of those little Costco samples. You're like those ice cream pouches you eat with a wood, just a piece of wood. Uh-huh. You don't even need a whole spoon. Tell me I'm more. Like, <laughs> oh, that's the whole story? Yeah. Fun. I'm like, no, I'm, I'm that thing that leaves you wanting more. Like, if you want to buy the whole pack, go ahead and click here. Listen, I'm a binger. I don't do TikTok. I just, I don't know how else to. 
if I can't choke on it. So, I, folks, Billy got blacked out on some red wine last week on the sure podcast. Did. Sure it, did. it was fantastic, in my opinion. One of the best moments of the pod. Billy, did you, did you enjoy it? I don't remember, uh, by definition of being blacked out. I... My kind of hope from here on out is that I give you a lot more moments of the pod that you just don't even remember. I want you to dr- be drinking a shit ton. Let's bring that energy out here. I mean, I think that you should understand, viewers at home, that I am uh, uh, laying upside down with my feet against the wall uh, because I am uh, super drunk again. Wait, I have to go back to one thing on my family here. I'm sorry. I'm sorry to switch gears. I know this podcast is always so well-driven, but, <laughs> but we're going to switch gears here. All right. There... Is a certain a certain member of my family a certain member of my family who I have a bit where I call her a bitch and I did it in front of all of my family members not knowing once I thought they'd be mad because there are some people who were like born from this woman like there's some you know like and they came up to me after the show and they're like hey really funny man that that one about <laughs> that one about her really good and so I realized everyone was kind of on the same page and I was like. I realized I'm probably right about her. Then when we went back this weekend, I have one cousin who's like a young, small, thin woman in her 20s who's like objectively people tell me she's a hot girl. Like whenever people to see her. People tell you. Yeah. And then, okay. She's also like going through a divorce, has a kid, is like so a single mom, like in a tough, in a tough spot right now. <laughs> as soon as she sits down, my old, my grandmother, I mean, I mean, I mean, whoever this family member is, looks at this, my cousin and goes, you know, she couldn't even fit into the wedding dress that I wore. We tried. <laughs> so I want to take back the B word on stage and be like, you know what, Grandma? You're immaculate. You are, I owe everything to you. I, I want to go on stage now and instead I'm going to replace the bit where I call my grandmother a bitch and now call my cousin fat. And I'm going to go on there and be like, she could never fit into my wedding dress. Not in a million years. And I don't have any kids yet. <laughs> Again. Love my family. This is all out of love of my family. All this has done for Tanner is make him realize that not only does he want to have sex with his thin blonde cousin who's <laughs> had some kids, but also... Who has uh, had some kids? You don't think I like a C-section scar? Again, I have no <laughs> idea if she has one. I'm hey, sorry. I'm sorry. Again, I, yeah, uh, that was weird. Yeah, that's too <laughs> far on it. I'm like, hey. <laughs> it's you. It's not too far. It's probably like, is it in... I'm like, no, um, I just hooked up with a chick who had one, and I was like, oh. <laughs> just a reminder of you what... You kept it? What can yeah. happen? It's like seeing in a dare poster while you're doing cocaine it's like oh well i, I know what the downsides of all of this are. none of the people who are in the dare campaign were attractive and i think that that's probably Neither was she <laughs> you're talking about that. your family we're gonna yeah, cut right. that little story um hold on i gotta go pee we're, we're gonna take folks it's wh- halftime what time is it right now here at the super bowl half so billy billy was getting ready to tell me a little story off mic that I, I want him to just kind of start out with here. So you said you were about to see a guy last night who had an interesting offer, almost a offer you couldn't refuse. Exactly. Yeah. No, he had said, hey, you're uncircumcised. Do you want to change that? Uh, no. Uh, it can grow back. That's like a 40-year-old virgin where he's like, is it true that it, it can grow back? If you don't use it, do you lose it? Um, that's a dumb thing, period. But like, also, I would never associate myself with somebody uh, who is a forty-year-old virgin. I'm a proud loser of my virginity in single digits. <sighs> Thanks, religious oligarchy. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, uh, 
I, after I left Tanner's last night, I um, <laughs> just friendly, just friendly. Sure, yeah. Well, for one of us, typical leaving Tanner's place, somebody was ready to go to yeah, sleep. Yeah, he wouldn't give me what I wanted. Uh, <laughs> but I got on Grinder to help somebody, like find someone to help me finish the job. Oh my god! It's funny to think about getting on Grinder, like guys who say, "This morning I woke up and got on my motherfucking grind, going to get this bread." You know, like going to my job as a telemarketer. I'm talking about white people, just to be clear, because they, but. I, yeah, I like that. No being like, I got on Grinder, just hopping through all these dudes, just trying to find the right one. Let's um, get this bread. <laughs> all right, Billy. But two things let's hear real quick. Right, first thing first. Um, there is a bookcase in Tanner's apartment that like is under the TV. Okay, the TV hangs against the wall, and then there's an eight-panel open face little uh, like entertainment center. It's pretty quaint, wouldn't sure. you say? Yes. I got a good vocabulary. In the top left, okay. In the top left corner of this, like, uh, Hollywood Squares type setup, there is a felt white blanket. On top of that blanket right now is Tanner's sexiest cat. Not hottest. There's a difference. We'll go over it next step. And you guys uh, wonder why fish. I don't like Billy describing my cats. He goes through <laughs> 400 words to call my cat sexy. And I'm like, Billy, do it in three words and I won't think you're weird. If he doesn't like how I describe them, he should not ever find out about what happens I after he I get jealous. I'm like, paint me like one of my cats. I'm like, describe <laughs> me like one of my cats on a blanket over here. You can never be as generous a lover as Lou, but I we try, have... but you leave before you give me the chance. You go to the guy in room 42C. Yeah, because he always looks at my, st- my, my taint and he's like, what smells? But All I want you to do is shave it. <laughs> and all I want you to do is wash and style it <laughs> to get it ready for the prom. Lou, who is a, uh, he's like a little cow, but a cat because he has that coloring. Lou's so great, dude. He, all of his paws are that nice, like, uh, like very, very soft bunny-like material. He's touching front paw to back paw right now. He's just over here being a homie. And right now, all of the pink pads in his little paws are showing, and he is sitting on the blanket, and he is the corner square of this little entertainment center. And it, I, God is my witness, I will technologically become as advanced as I need to to upload a pic to whatever kind of like thing you're watching this or listening to as this technologically on. advanced as i need to billy just take a picture and put it on your instagram okay <laughs> i'm already doing that all right I only take uh, lou has the ability to be this cute one time i came home with a bunch of friends on acid to be fair one of them was really fat ugly and annoying so he I'm was right pissing here. lou off he not billy no this guy even worse than you he, he was really pissing this guy. no i said annoying <laughs> So I could tell that Lou was pissed off. We were all out here in the living room, so I tried to move him into my room so we could go to bed. And I tried to carry Lou past him. As soon as I went past the biggest, annoyingest guy, he just started scratching the fucking hell out of me. Dude, he put one of his claws in. It stayed in me and went all the way through my thumb. There was an entrance and exit wound. Like, out somewhere else, it was just stuck in there. Lou can be a little fucking fighter when he needs to. And again, all it did was make me respect him. And hey, I I shouldn't have picked him up in front of all those strangers, right? I shouldn't have done it. All right, folks. When we saw my sister's place, she left a couple snacks out for us. They were delicious. Again, she was a great hostess. But all I'm going to say, the name of one of these snacks, it was it was called Moose Munch. I mean, folks, no wonder this brand is blowing up. I mean, no wonder. Right, Billy? I wasn't going to eat this until I saw the name. It's called 
I mean, I've got to work at going down on women. I saw the title of this snack and I was like, let me get at this little caramel corn and see see what I can learn down here. Yeah, if your instinct is to run away screaming from Moose Munch, you should work on going down on women. And that's when I learned I had a problem. I saw the title. I was like, I'm not, I'm not eating that. And I was like, oh shit. And Billy's like, yeah, that's <laughs> what I've been trying to tell you. <laughs> oh man, that's why I have so many ex-wives. Um, <laughs> I don't want one. I don't, I don't, I really genuinely, oh, you'll have plenty. Uh, I don't you. get why uh, men are bad at going down on women. My only thing that I can think of is that they're gayer than me. Because here's the thing. It's like my favorite thing to do. That's because you just love empowering women. <laughs> it's because I like to listen. And that way we can <laughs> That's both That's what be it busy. is. Going down on a woman is listening. Well, I mean, it's like taking a stethoscope to her and just being like, do you like this? Do you like this? Whereas guys, we're more like, we like... Like loud rock or rap music as loud as they could play through the speakers. Whereas women are more like we have with the stethoscope. And I'm like, if you're not screaming, I don't know if I'm doing a good job or not. Okay. So if you're not listening, you don't know whether they're like it or not. <laughs> Again, uh, do you think I'm a good listener, Billy? No. I'm sitting here thinking of jokes I'm going to do the whole time. Do you think it's different when I'm going down on a woman? I'm like, anyway, so the last time I was in a grocery store, this guy was following me a little close. <laughs> It's always safe to mention a man who was in a grocery store while going while going down, down on a woman. Yeah. Well, you you don't want to yeah. get too aroused while you're down there. You got well, you don't. <laughs> I literally have an Italian uncle who told me it was gay to go down on a woman. So like that stereotype is still alive and well these days. Man, He's a not. Lot of things but I think sense. his uh, yes, he is. You're wrong it's like about the what your uncle is. Spirit of Kobe is. Bryant. You're right. It's like there's still shooters out there. The spirit of Kobe Bryant, such as someone who should avoid choppers. Yes. Yeah. So anyway, we were going to record yesterday, folks, but, you know, cocaine dealers aren't like Pizza Hut. Sometimes you have to go to them, and then you got to get to comedy later. And They're exactly like Pizza Hut for you. No one can deliver pizza to Tanner's apartment. That's true. That Yeah, because I live in this neighborhood, and they're like, all the dr- delivery drivers keep getting robbed when we go over there. And Tanner keeps doing it, but he loves and it. I, so. Yeah, I'm like, no, send me another dude to rob, dude. Fuck these kids. <laughs> Tell him to bring lots of cash for change. I only have $1,000 bills. Like, it's just anytime I have a bad set, I come home, I'm like, call Domino's. I'm robbing a little 16-year-old pussy tonight, dude. 16-year-old pussy is something Jesus, you should that not That sounds say. bad. I meant, yeah. I, yeah, damn, as soon as I said it. Um, the truth does does hurt you are right uh, yeah. god damn well not <laughs> no wonder you don't like going yeah. down on women <laughs> no punching them sucks <laughs> i was crying there folks the best i love that i like saying folks on a podcast when i'm doing stand-up it's dude now when i do a podcast it's folks but the, the best going down on a woman advice guy. I ever got was from Billy, without a doubt, which, again, lets me know he's a little straighter than you think. Like, Billy, yeah, he'll, he'll go for it. I'm not so squiggly after all. For all the straight guys listening out there, just go slower, not faster, and relax a little. I was in, I, you know what I mean? Oh, my God. All of a sudden, I was like, How about oh, we just no do shit. it Because we have access to the inspiration for your quote there, why don't I just uh, deliver a, a, a straight through, like a line drive for this? Uh, straight men. Billy tries to do a sports reference. He's like, anyway, uh, line drive, folks. <laughs> I am better at baseball than you will ever be. Oh, we uh, still got to get drunk and go to those batting cages, dude. Let's see I who's hitting that drunk, thing better. Sober or taken. The by best Liam version Mason. of you is a poor man's Dustin Pedroia. Your five version <laughs> of me is on my back and on Quaaludes. <laughs> but again, a poor man's Dustin Pedroia. <laughs> I am moderately priced. I, uh, uh, straight dudes, here's the thing. Uh, and the ones, the straight dudes out there that have a hard time 
going down on a woman and getting uh, positive feedback, uh, you uh, actually can just tune this out. But for all the other dudes out there who identify as shush, for all the other dudes out there who identify as straight, this is for you. Um, suck it like a dick. I know you understand that reference, <laughs> but absolutely just do it. Do it like you're making out with a dick. You know what that means because if you're bad at going down on a woman, it means that you'd oh rather God, be wait. going down on a man. A crazy thought. I could give way better dick sucking advice than I could going down on a woman advice because, like, you know what I mean? I like it when they just suck it old school. Sweet None of this licking the shaft, crazy. giving a hand job. Just suck it old school right over the top. You know what old 12 6 Uncle Charlie? Oof. <laughs> oh no! The, all all right. right. So this is uh, what well, this is a queer podcast. God we'll say. damn it! Yeah, no, did like we the, get a little too far right? and I'm like, you know what? I could give good advice. Is at. closer to six than one. If you get it for <laughs> for our Kinsey fans out there. All right, Tanner, do you have any closing thoughts? Closing thoughts. I mean, Billy posted a picture on Instagram today where I thought he was really trying to get the comedy career to take off before this, but then all of a sudden he reminded me, oh no. Billy is on the internet to get this D. He, he is out there for How one reason. How many people who you've had sex with have uh, texted you in the last week to tell you that they love your podcast? Love is a crazy word. How many? <laughs> so for Why me, do they have to have slept with me? Why can't they just... <laughs> oh, because um, people respect me after I do it. But uh, what? Yeah, uh, not me. It's usually I like three, got banned but, from Hinge after I do it. They're like, maybe note. Tanner shouldn't date here. I've had three. Maybe Tanner has the luxury to just be funny. I have to trap bees with honey uh, if I can. And well, right when you're now, a D plus, you got to find a way to get some bees out there. <laughs> you hear about that from somebody in an upper class than you. Um, so yeah, no, I did. I did post that. However, that picture got sixty likes in an hour damn so that's pretty good that's more than my favorite joke of mine i was at an hour i hit like 56 the other day billy's body is better than my best joke and that Ooh. really hurts I that am, is the biggest I insult rock hard viewers that at anybody home. could could ever give me that's the nicest thing you've ever said to so me. my closing thoughts are that goddamn, if i ever want my jokes to be hotter than billy I got I to gotta get back to the goddamn writing board out here, dude. <laughs> My closing thoughts are this. Tanner this week once uh, lis- had me listen to his favorite podcast ever, and they said oh faggot about 30 God. times. After you that, did, wait, wait, be shush, fair, though. Was it funny? Shush. I didn't interrupt your closing thoughts. You can't interrupt mine. True. Uh, after uh, that, where we both were like, fine, they were very funny. I want to say, I'm not going to mention any names because I don't want to alienate funny. an audience. The podcast was funny, but it was ultimately very disappointing to hear them use it so colloquially when none of them were uh, members of the queer Billy community. Billy, quit making just up words. Hold on. Uh, they were all just straight white guys. However, after that, my favorite thing that happened this whole weekend, better than meeting Papa Ross, better than... It's like Papa Roach, that's my... T- <laughs> better than becoming possibly Tanner's next sister-in-law, uh, better than any of that, was after the homophobia uh, that we both laughed at from his favorite, he was like, hold on, let me show you another podcast I love where there's no homophobia I whatsoever. I said less. I said less. No, you did not. No, you said no. You said you want to listen to a woke 
podcast actually which is clearly a joke which you. i said with a little tongue in cho- all right all woke right. is not less no he did not he meant it as serious i was as a drunk when i said that uh, he was, <laughs> was you driving. know what we were halfway <laughs> through a road trip of course he was drunk but uh no uh, uh what gotta he hang out with was, billy for three hours to a woke one and then he put it on and within i shit you not the first 60 seconds of this podcast they said faggot twice I Tanner was sweating when the AC was cranking. I was sweating like the seat warmer was on too. That shit was just and honestly so. like it was it contextually like I didn't love it, but also like I wasn't I wasn't at all offended. It was literally like cue the curb your enthusiasm music. I was Larry Larry the cable guy. I, that's who that's who is. He not really Larry was. David. He was yeah, sitting there was like he was taking yeah. a lie detector. He knew he'd fail. It was tough. I was and like I anyway. So Billy, dangle. I'm an ally. Yeah. <laughs> you let me dangle there. Yeah, yeah. you can dangle me after I, that. I, I told. Him, I was like, either you're gonna figure out how to steer with your hands and suck with your mouth, or I'm gonna let you just sit in this uncomfortableness. And he took the easy way out, that coward. While we were driving, I was trying to have a bro mi- moment with a Billy. Bro-mit. A bro moment, hell yeah, dude. And see, that's he can have them. That's proof. But I was like, so you enjoy like Roadhead? Yeah, like it's always like it's cool, you know. Like I, I always enjoy Roadhead, and Billy's that's like, a it's always for hard you? for me to blow the guy in the passenger seat while I'm driving. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody, uh, thank you so much for listening. Uh, if you did, if oh. you didn't, thank you so much wait, for, wait. Li- for liking my pictures on Instagram. I am mostly naked. There was, there. I swear to God, there was one more thing I really wanted to get to. So, so let's find that out. Was, that was so goddamn funny. Can't wait. No, I think we might have actually gotten to it all. I think... God damn. All right. There was one thing about my family Always again. I know I, I know we keep head, going huh? back. I know we keep going back. You know what? I'm going to end this on it and you have to end this. I'm going to I'm going to take the next 15 seconds to talk Please. and you can't say anything at Please. all except good night after I'm done. It was a genuine thrill and really satisfying moment to watch Tanner perform in front of his parents for the first time. They were proud and they were more importantly laughing their asses off the entire time he was up. It was very cool. It is a good reminder to anyone who's thinking about doing comedy. Give it a shot. If you love it, you'll know. Yeah, because you can get up in front of your parents and have them laugh their asses off going, what the hell is this idiot doing up here right now? All right, they, fu- they didn't do that at all. They just they told him that they were very proud of his comedy and the fact that he came out of the closet and brought his boyfriend <laughs> home. Dude, I was seriously worried that my parents were going to think I was going to want to date Billy the entire time. And then by the end, they were only mad that I wasn't coming out of the closet. They're like, why don't you just admit you and Billy love each other? Why don't you just make yourself happy? They were like way more progressive than I was ready for. I wish it had been about my sense of humor because that would be cooler. No, my dad just thought you were hot. Clearly, my dad took a look at you. He's like another bald man. (laughs) Stick it in me, baby. (laughs) I wish it had been about my hotness, actually. But it was only the fact. No, it was because I was fun. They were like, hey, you're, if, if you're really loving this comedy lifestyle, you're not going to get funnier than that guy. The best part is right after I told Billy.